just seeing a massive screen in the middle of a field and a giant footage on it, it it's impressive and it's 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 unforgettable and being able to like you know kind of circle the crowd and see everybody kind of in their own little pocket experiencing something totally new and i think my favorite thing about it is you get to kind of tune in to everybody around you and how they're sort of responding but it's a little bit different than an indoor theater because there's the greater world around you so there's still things happening around the movie and sometimes it adds next dimension to them hello and welcome to the lehigh valley with love podcast i'm your host george wacker the aim of this podcast is to connect you to the stories and personalities living in or affecting the lehigh valley area of pennsylvania we talk to business owners, musicians, authors, students, politicians, and maybe we talk to Matthew McClanahan and Brendan Joyce. Talk to Matthew McClanahan and Brendan Joyce, founders of the Moving Picture Cinema. Think of a drive-in movie theater that comes to you. Their mission is to create an authentic and classic movie-going experience at unique venues across Eastern Pennsylvania. The complete mobile theater package includes projection, sound, and staff. They have everything you need to turn your space into a movie theater overnight. We talk about how they got started, some horror movies, plans for the future, big events that they've been a part of. This was a lot of fun. So without further ado, here's Matthew and Brendan. All right, so I'm here with Matthew and Brendan, and I have to say, guys, I am a old school um, drive-in fan. I grew up in a town called Honesdale, Pennsylvania, and they had a drive-in there from, I, I don't know the, the original history of it, but it was a Maple City drive-in that went from sometime in the 60s or 70s until the early 2000s. Mm. And so I graduated high school in 99. We used to take our uh, my dad's minivan and we cover people up like in blankets in the back. And it would just be my one buddy and his uncle worked at the drive-in and he'd roll in and be like, yep. He's like, uh, Uncle Lou, it's just me. You know, I'm just watching the movie by myself tonight. Um, one ticket, please. And then Uncle Lou's like, go ahead. And you roll in and then we turn the van around, the minivan around so you could have surround sound by opening up the back. And th those are some of my most cherished memories of childhood. So, it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about drive-ins and <laughs> the fact that they're still so thriving here, you know? So um, if you guys could talk a little bit about, you know, what have you been doing this summer? I, I'm looking up on your, on your website, the moving There's a lot of events coming up, a lot of them horror related, which is fun, but how's it been? How's the summer <laughs> been? I'm going to kind of let you take it for a little bit. This summer has been crazy. So this is actually our second season in operation. Our first year, last season in 2019, uh, we did a lot of smaller bar shows, brewery shows, winery shows. So small movie events and beer gardens and, and mostly indoor venues. Uh, right. We decided to, to grow a little bit this year uh, in the wake of the pandemic. We, during the pandemic still, we decided to to take our our model and and bring it outside and bring it in a larger you know social distance friendly format. And again, I'm going way ahead. Like I should start yeah. from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, because no, I'm, I'm interested. And I want to make sure that we get yeah. all the information to everybody. Uh, but Matt, you you have a uh, a love of the theater. Can you kind of tell us how you got started specifically with doing outdoor movies? How did um, moving picture cinema itself get started 
and bring in Brendan when it's time for him. Great. Um, I grew up going to Becky's and Shankweiler's. That was my childhood. So I, I was a drive-in baby. I grew up going to those theaters and experiencing that sort of drive-in atmosphere. And that stuck with me my whole life. And uh, going through film school and studying over in Los Angeles, I fell in love with independent movie theaters. That was just something that the idea of, of exhibition of a film in, in creative spaces just became something that really spoke to me. And when I came back to Pennsylvania and graduated, uh, I fell into the Mahoning Drive-In and that, I ran that for five years. So starting from 2014 into 20, through the 2019 season, I, I, I ran that drive-in and brought a whole bunch of sort of new creative elements to that theater. And then now this year, uh, teaming up with Brendan, who also has a, a, a big history with movie theaters and a history with me as well. We're both filmmakers. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been making films together for over a decade. So uh, I think it's a good time to actually bring Brendan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, I did, like Matt said, we met in college and we worked together on, on a bunch of films uh, throughout uh, many years. Uh, and when Matt was working at the Mahoning, I actually started working at uh, my local art house movie theater in Ambler, the Ambler Theater. And their set of theaters, uh, they're part of a bigger uh, theater management company called Renew Theaters. They have a theater in Doylestown, the county highway in Jenkintown, and then the Princeton Garden Theater uh, right off the Princeton University campus in Jersey. Uh, so I started working there uh, as staff, eventually made my way to manager. I'm now in a programming position there. I've been there for the last uh, four, four years, I would say, uh, coming up in November. Uh, but with Matt, uh, when we uh, start, uh, this was something that we started talking about, I think, in the off season for the Mahoning Drive-In about a year or two ago. About two years ago. No, How do you guys, so when you're talking about, make, like, so you're making films together, are these films that you're also, are they films for obviously maybe in school to begin? And then are they films that people can see now? And are, is that something you're continuing along with this? Uh, yeah, both. In fact, uh, we, we made films together as we were making our way through film school mm -hmm. respectively, but also we still make films. As a matter of fact, uh, back where can I we, find them? Yeah, you can find them. Well, you can find, uh, uh, all of them, most of them on YouTube, but we also premiered uh, two of our films on Facebook and we'll be re-releasing them soon. But uh, our first feature film, Demon Stone, that we worked on together. I'm all um, <laughs> that, that's, that's like an 80s horror comedy. Yeah, like I, I'm all VHS throwback. Uh, we did a, 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 a VHS screening event of that a few months ago. And we also released uh, a new short film that we made last year called Stray which is like a apocalyptic film about being in isolation and coping with loneliness. So how fitting that it gets released. You made that, well, you made that hit. Yeah, it's perfect. You made that ahead of time. Um, so we're still very active yeah. in, in filmmaking. You can find our old films on YouTube and I can, I can send you a link to that. If, if people want to go through our older works and watch them. I, I'm uh, all about it. But we're, we're also, we're also creating some new streaming events for our newer content as well. And we've got more on the horizon. Uh, Brendan and I have been active for over a decade in doing this. So. Yeah. Is that the way that, I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, hey, if I'm going to be in film and I'm going to be doing it in the greater Philadelphia metro area, I'm going to be making films. Wouldn't I want to try to work in film too, like to make mm -hmm. my money there that to allow me to do what 
you know, I, is that kind of your thinking? Like, hey, if I, I can work at these places and I'm able to do my craft in the, in the off time or maybe at the same time, depending. Uh, yeah, I, I think for like for me personally, and, and this also works into the moving picture uh, as well and some plans that I think, you know, we want for future, like I work with a lot of local filmmakers to do local film programs. And uh, that's what they're really passionate about is trying to get more new and interesting voices up on the biggest screen possible. And people love, whether it's a drive-in, a pop-up theater, indoor theater, love seeing their film on the biggest screen possible. So it, it, I think working with a theater in some way, some aspect, has allowed me to connect with more filmmakers, has allowed me to promote my work and the work of Matt as well. And, um, and just, I, I think it kind of helps each other. It's very, uh, uh, it's like synergy pretty much. The Burke Insurance Agency is family owned and operated since 1986. What else happened in 1986? Haley's Comet flew by and that was pretty cool. The Burke Insurance Agency is located at 3446 Freemansburg Avenue in Bethlehem Township, and they represent Erie, Grange, and Progressive Insurance Companies. Tom and Kathleen are some of the nicest people in the Lehigh Valley, for real. They actually get to know their customers and care for them as if they were part of their own family. It's how a small business is supposed to be. They are also community-minded and support many nonprofits, which they are very passionate about. Give them a call at 610-691-3743 or find them on Facebook. Everything, again, is in our show notes. Don't wait around like Haley's comment. Call Burke Insurance today. Right, and run me through, I know how a drive-in works. I mean, I think most people understand that. But how does the moving picture and cinema work? Uh, you had mentioned, look, I know you're, you've are you been a Weyerbacher and you're probably going to be there again. Other places like that. What can somebody expect either when they're A, uh, working with you, you know, or, or B, if they're going to be sitting in the audience? You know, what is that experience like? So we're we're... Basically, we're like a tiny drive-in. Uh, we're, we're a drive-in theater on a smaller scale. And, and, and the cool thing about the moving picture is we're bringing the movie theater to you. And we're setting it up and we're adapting it within a space you provide. Uh, in a lot of cases, we've been doing movie in the park setups this year, which have been very successful for us. And that's where we go to a, a, a park, a stadium, a football field, and we set up our largest screen. And we do like uh, a social distance uh, sort of gathering where families stay separate from each other, safely distant. People are wearing masks, but uh, we have a stereo system in conjunction with a short range FM system. So like a drive-in, you can actually tune into our movies and listen to the soundtrack on portable radio. But we also have a sound system so you can actually hear the movie while we're you know just playing um, but we did do our first show this season, in fact, was a, a real deal driving event where we just had the FM broadcast. We had a giant slow parking lot and we had 100 cars coming and watch the movie on our biggest screen. Yeah. We actually elevated it up on a platform. So. And what's great about that is you can socially distance that way. If people are in their cars, yep. it's, it's a much easier to socially distance. You know, how, how has that been? I, I mean, I would imagine that the pandemic would allow you to do things maybe that you wouldn't have done? I mean, or maybe not. I'm not sure. Has it there, changed? There, there's definitely, it's definitely a, you know, a, a good and a bad with it. Uh, but 
for us, you know, it's given us a lot of opportunity to, to actually work with a lot of people who otherwise maybe wouldn't have worked with us because the pandemic has caused a lot of big events to go belly up. A lot sure, of them yeah. canceled. So a lot of venues and communities that are looking for entertainment. So we are here for them. And and so we, we decided going into the season, we'd reduce our rates, we'd make ourselves as accessible as possible to the community and work with as many people as we can, as many communities as we can to bring entertainment to them. And, and how, it, it took off. How does it work? Can, can I just request any movie? I mean, clearly, I, I'm not um, totally sure how all these licensing right, rights work. So, I mean, public domain, no problem. Uh, but how, how do things like that work if I wanted to request one for, like an example, like something in my neighborhood park, you know? Yeah, so it, it really depends, um, you know, once you get the venue approved, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and that's a go. But when it comes to the movie, we reach out to different distributors. Our, we have one main distributor that we work with that books repertory titles, which are older titles to play, nothing current. Uh, so, but it's it really more fun. Don't you find like people? It's more. Oh yeah. Like, when's the last time you got to see like this '80s movie on a big yeah. screen? Like, and, a and those are the ones that play like tremendous. We just did like an entire run of Goonies and Back to the Future, and those I think are are sold out audiences because right. it crossed many generations. And Matt, isn't that how you got started with Mahoning? Like, it, it was yeah. more. What was yeah. that like retro? That was what the, did you do exactly there? Like, what was the pro Like, what happened? So when, when we came into the fold, Virgil and I in 2014, you know, the drive-in was, it was still first run. It was on 35 millimeter film, but it was in some serious debt to mm -hmm. studios because it couldn't make money back on, on its licensing. And it just, okay. started, you know, every, every weekend was like another twist of the night. And, right. you know, moving into the future, we decided as a team to go, full retro and capitalize on the existing film infrastructure there book retro titles in 35 millimeter and kind of capitalize on that nostalgic retro element that was built into that theater because at the time it was essentially a working museum so right. to to make that a selling point and turn what was considered a death sentence to many theaters into its its you know crown jewel was the move and then you know over the years uh, bringing in the overnight element and stuff, and and VHS. That was a, that was that. That's my crowning contribution to the drive-in was bringing in uh, the, the, the VHS. VHS that's the, we that's, played VHS on the screen. Yeah, yeah. That was like actually the first work? the first thing I ever projected at that drive-in was a tape of Blade, <laughs> Blade. <laughs> as a test. We we wanted to see how a low light film would perform on our new system, so we we projected Blade. <laughs> Is it something, can you kind of, I mean, is it weird? Is it off to say that the Lehigh Valley area is the capital of the drive-ins, the driving capital of America? I mean, there's three of them two, here. Three? Yeah, three. Yeah. So I don't know where else has one. I mean, I'm sure you know, there's clearly spots, but. There's three of them and they're all world famous. And that's kind yeah. of the cool thing is you, you have, yeah, Becky's, which is like the staple drive-in. You have Shankwilers, which is the oldest drive-in. Then you have Mahoning, which is kind of doing a new thing. So you have all those in one place. And now you have us. <laughs> There's yeah. a small one that moves around. So. But you're almost like you're, you're almost like the, uh, the missionary there, you know, in a way, like spreading the love of the, yeah. the drive-in to the masses. Because, you know, I've seen, 
we've all seen pop-up screens. You know, I, mm-hmm. I have a projector in my backyard that we can play mm-hmm. Frozen on for my kid. And and horror movies too. But the the kind of I, I love the the theatrics to it too. You know, people can't see us around the podcast. Uh, but when you see their logo, you know, you have that that van that that with it. You know, it's kind of you have the theatrics coming with you. Like these guys are rolling up. And they're bringing the nostalgia and party with them rather than just, you know. And that's, Brendan and I are presenters. Both of us have, you know, over a decade of experience doing this stuff. And and both of us have been in movie theaters over five years apiece. So we we have been in the cinema. We, you know, we are the cinema. Now we're bringing that cinema to you. And what sets us aside from other pop-up uh, operations is the fact that we are presenters. We're professional presenters, and we know how to put on a good show and, yep. and make it look and sound great. And yeah, that's that, what we're all about. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is our our presentation. We really do take a lot of great care and time in perfecting, making sure we have the best projectors that we can put together, right. uh, best sound. Everything has to I, – I feel like for us, we really want to be top-notch and make it feel so seamless that you, it's like you're at any, like a Becky's or at an indoor movie theater at Regal. Like it's, you know, so uh, yeah, I think our presentation is our biggest. And are you share. bringing these out for, you know, just get an idea. Um, are you like, is a birthday party type thing you can do? Like what, what is the low end or the high end for somebody listening? So um, there, there really kind of isn't. We, we have four screens. We have a, a little 13 foot screen and we go all the way up to 33. And that's just what we have this season. No telling what we're doing next year. Sure. Uh, and so, you know, there's there's really no limit to what we can and can't do. Um, okay. The big thing is time. We are almost booked out this season. because <laughs> Good and bad, yeah. We're trying to help as many people as we sure. can. We, we tend to err on the side of going bigger this year just because we're trying to, you know, go into communities and put on the biggest shows we can right. for the most people we can. Uh, but... We, we did a couple shows that it was just a backyard birthday party friend or, you know, it, and, and, and that is something that we can absolutely book. That is always an option. And 2021 is wide open. So we're, we're booking now. Yeah. So is the deal now, I mean, are you guys like, what was the plan? Are you just going to continue to grow as the business grows and see where that is? Are, are you also continuing your, um, your film endeavors as well? I mean, I know it's hard to do everything yeah. at once. But <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we definitely want to keep growing. And we don't, you know, when this whole, when COVID happened, we didn't know what things were going to look like, you know, when we were getting into the summer, how things would work, what restrictions there would be. And then once restrictions started loosening a bit and movies, normal indoor movie theaters weren't open, uh, we started seeing people book us. We have a lot of independent movie theaters. The theaters I work for even booked us. Uh, my full-time job booked us to do outdoor movies and bring movies to a community that hasn't seen a movie on a big screen in three to four months. So uh, definitely 2021, uh, I think our biggest thing is to try to find a space, hopefully, that we can, you know, because we're moving around the line, we're going to different communities, but right. we still want like a space that we can do something on a weekly or bi-weekly basis, you know, a certain that number. That makes of- sense. Like you have a home base and then you can yeah. go out from that. You don't have to have one van. You can have, you know, down the <laughs> yeah. line, multiple vans going out there. Yeah. And, and during this time, you know, our mission has been to sort of bring, bring theaters to communities that don't necessarily have a drive-in or don't have an indoor that's open or people who don't feel safe going inside a theater can come enjoy, 
you know, a movie under the stars with us. And what, like, what is that feeling? Like, because there's people who haven't been to drivers, you know, and is there something about it where I can remember distinctly multiple driving moments when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I saw Dick Tracy on the driving, believe it or not, and, and like, whatever year that was, like 1990. And it's just you, you're outside. You're you know the big the new thing or whatever the retro movie is is on and everybody's watching you're walking to get popcorn you have all these different sounds going on you know what is it for you guys the love of the the driving so i mean for me you you see you see those people who 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 never experienced a drive-in before come to come to one of our shows and they're just completely enamored by how how different it is and you know just seeing a massive screen in the middle of a field and a giant bridge on it, it it's impressive and it's 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 unforgettable and being able to like you know kind of circle the crowd and see everybody kind of in their own little pocket experiencing something totally new mm-hmm. and i think my favorite thing about it is you get to kind of tune in to everybody around you and how mm-hmm. they're sort of responding but it's a little bit different than an indoor theater because there's the greater world around you. So there's still things happening around the movie. And sometimes it adds an extra dimension to the film. Sure. Um, so I know this, the show, show we did here, which we actually teamed up with the, the Emmaus and the McCungy Borough. So the Emmaus theater actually booked this show behind us. And that's uh, awesome. yeah. And that's a big thing about this season. We teamed up with a lot of movie theaters this year, yeah. which was one of my favorite things. So now we're taking indoor theaters and we're putting their brand on a drive-in theater and it's kind of this cool meshing of communities. And it's great. I know we talked about Bethlehem off-air, you know, the Boyd Theater, like that must be almost 10 years now. It's one of my favorite places to go just for the ambiance alone. It was a crappy theater. You know, the, the thing wasn't very big. The screen wasn't very big. It wasn't well done maybe at, at the end of its days, but it was just the ambiance of being there was just so much fun. And I yeah. think that's kind of the, the feeling with the, the, the drive-ins as well. I want to make sure that we end on talking about some actual movies because I'm a big horror movie fan. I think I'm, I'm guesstimating you guys are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some, I'll throw out some of my favorites, and I have no shame whatsoever. One of my top two, um, Sorority House Massacre. No, The House on Sorority Row from 1983. <laughs> Um, and The Mutilator and The Prowler, all probably my top three horror movies of all time, oh, yeah. all from the 80s. What are some of your favorites that might be a little bit out there, but we might still recognize? Um, you want to start first, Matt? Or? Yeah, <laughs> just, just your favorites. I, 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 give yeah. me some new ones. I don't know. Yeah. About. Find um, um, honestly, off the top of my head, Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall. We just watched that. That was on, yes. It was... Um, they sneak into the, they're stuck in the mall because they have robots that are yeah, now the security. Yeah. It's a yeah. cheesy movie. Dick Miller makes a brief appearance in it. <laughs> but uh, my favorite thing about it is the memories I have associated with it. it. I used to, I used to run like secret movies after our features when I, when I ran the driving and it was just like a cold October night. It was like 30 degrees outside. We're all huddled by this barrel in the middle of the night and chopping balls on the big screen and people are just losing it because no one's ever seen it and now yeah, it's a ridiculous movie. And no one was expecting it, it was just something that i threw up on the screen and didn't tell anybody and just got on the microphone and said hey don't go anywhere i got a thing and it just you know it just that experience i don't and know for those who have a soft spot for that movie in chopping ball there are in, in the movie chopping ball for people who haven't seen it there are 
mall security robots who like I think blow people's heads up. It's it's quite the film. And Brendan, what are what are uh, what are your some of your faves? Uh, one that jumps off the top of my head. Uh, I love. I grew up with both the Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday Thirteen films, and I, I I love their sequels probably more than their originals. So one that jumps off for me is Dream Warriors Nightmare on Elm Street mm -hmm. Part Three. Uh, that's such a fun film, great soundtrack, and uh, it's like the perfect mix of Goofy Freddy with Serious Freddy. It's like right on the edge before he became very goofy. Uh, another one. Uh, that uh, I'm a big fan of is Fright Night. Uh, that's just like a fun 80s, you know, kid finds vampire next door film. Um, and then one that I, one I watched recently is Candyman. That's, uh, I know they're, they're doing the second yeah. or a reimagining that they were supposed to release released this year but they're pushing back to next year but that is a film that just I actually the watched. setting of that movie alone oh, yeah. in that in the uh, the housing Capri um, Green yeah, yeah. That, that was oh, incredible yeah. and they I watched like a uh, documentary or whatever like a you know a little documentary on describing uh, you know how they were filming there at that time and they had to work with people and the gangs and pay them off and it, that's yeah. crazy so. uh, one movie with um, Nightmare on Elm Street we just watched The People Under the Stairs which yes. is Wes Craven yeah film i think is terribly underrated uh and we just watched that the other night my wife is like i've never seen this this is actually pretty good i'm surprised yeah so, but to, to, to transition back i want to make sure that people can find out more information about you all of the links and if you want to send me that youtube link because i'd love to mm -hmm. to watch more of your stuff but the moving picture cinema.com they can find you on social media we can mm -hmm. put those links below yeah i, I mean if you're, go ahead Oh, a shorthand link is see the moving picture.com too. The moving picture cinema also takes you to the same place, but okay. both of those, we usually say see the moving picture because it's just easier for people to remember. Sure. And since you guys are, I mean, I'm not going to say in flux, but evolving. So the best thing to do would say reach out to you. I know there's a form on your website that people can reach out to you for more there's information. There's a form on our website. You can also email us. They both go to the same place. They both go to our email. So no matter how you, how you do it, you'll get in touch with us. So got it. Yeah, we have a lot. Yeah, we have a lot of great shows coming up. We have Psycho this weekend at Weyerbacher, mm -hmm. Friday and Saturday, and then October 9th and tenth we have Night of Living Dead. And if you've ever been to Weyerbacher, there's an actual Bacher. cemetery right next door. So uh, there's cool outs. Yeah. <laughs> well, God, I, honestly, I love it. I want to you know talk to you. After. I know we've been emailing back and forth. So I definitely want to do something when you guys have some time in the future and. Um, it's great. I, I love what you're doing. It's a lot of fun. It's exciting to, to see, you know, theaters being brought out to people instead of like, you know, people are coming to them. Um, so I really appreciate everything that you guys are doing. It's a lot of fun. And I want to thank you for coming on the show and we'll make sure that everyone can uh, get your information, check the podcast notes. And I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it guys. Matthew Brennan. Appreciate it. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah, take care. All right, take it easy. Thank you, Matthew and Brendan, for coming on. That was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to seeing this in person. Uh, all the pictures on their website and social media are fantastic. Check them out at themovingpicturecinema.com. On their website, you can get more information on how you can be a part of this. Thank you again. We'll talk to you next week.